We watched a dumb show about vampires before dumb vampires was a fucking thing, and it fucking... We watched Kindred of the Embraced. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. Welcome to another episode of Masdi TV. <laughs> Children of the night, what dumb LARPing books they make into TV shows. About the clans of the vampires or the vampires version them no. Wait, you're in a clan? I just kind of operate on a solo thing, like a lone wolf. I'm more of a lone wolf vampire. Vampire. <laughs> Good evening, listeners. This is Masdi TV, the podcast where two vampires just, like, shoot the shit for half an hour. We talk about what card our day and uh, what shows did we watch. Yeah, and we talk about how, like, garlic is terrible but so oh, tasty. I know. Oh. I want to have the pizza with the garlic, but no. <laughs> And art cross is fashionable. <laughs> yes, it is. You're slowly losing the voice. Okay, we can start. <laughs> Hello, we're not we're not vampires. We're not creatures of the night. We're we're merely mortal men, mortal men with a with a goal, to watch all the bad television out there so that you don't have to. Our... My name's Liam Senior. <laughs> My name is Josh Phillips, and I am. Uh, and I am Midnight Blackbird McKnight, <laughs> guitarist for Funkadelic, what? and a vampire. There's a guy on Funkadelic named Wayne Blackbird McKnight. So, it is the spookiest <laughs> month of the year. Spooktacular! So we have been watching horror shows, and tonight is no exception. Do you see how many different horror voices I can do in one? Spooky ghost voice. We watched uh, a show called Kindred the Embraced, which is just as douchey as that title <laughs> would make you think it is. This may be the only show ever based on a LARPing, <laughs> I think, ever yeah, created. On, it's, on a, it's on a LARPing book. Now, Josh, I am a bit of an RPG player. I play Dungeons & Dragons with my friends. It's a fun game. I don't really follow the rules. I'm not a LARPer, and we here on the Major Cast Networks do not uh, discriminate against LARPers. Right, we don't condemn it, we don't condone it, it's, it's just there. But vampire LARPing, that's nerdy, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I knew one in college, and I've never wanted to laugh so hard at a conversation in my life. <laughs> and they just, it's, it's taken very seriously about your clans, but hey, if you vampire LARP, good for you, I'm proud of you. You know what? If you're not hurting anyone or yourself, more power to you. So let's just uh, jump on in. We just want to make sure that we uh, said everything we need to know about the podcast. Uh, also, uh, in in a in a switch of the format, uh, Josh will be watching the pilots, or at least one of the episodes, and I'll be watching the finales, or maybe we'll switch it. Uh, but today is no exception. Josh, you watched the 90-minute movie. <sighs> yes, unfortunately, I did watch the 90-minute movie, and I'm, so I'm just going to kind of jump in and try to get through all of it. Let's do this. It opens with just very 
the show was from the mid '90s and opened with just just very like typical mid '90s like suspense music. And it yeah, looks all like, the music is is made on a Casio. You can totally yeah, tell. It's it's rough. It looks like three people were playing hide and go seek on a rooftop, and it looks like the daylight to me. But apparently, it's not full daylight for vampires. Day for night. We zoom in and we see that it's three people and they now have cornered the one guy and they stab him in the heart, which looks like a wooden, almost metal antenna of a cross. <laughs> As two cops are coming up the stairs, two of the most stereotypical cops you'll ever meet. Ah, yeah, we're the police. We got mustaches. Well, one of them thinks he's uh, Sam Slade, so that's a whole other thing. <laughs> But uh, they're coming up the stairs saying, oh, it's, it's almost time for a ship to be over. It's like, I'm going to catch him. I'm going to catch him. I'm going to get this Luna. And they come up and they see that the guy has burst into flames. And that they pull their guns on the two walking away uh, villain. One of them we'll meet later on. But he looks like, in my mind, a stereotypical Walker, Texas Ranger villain. And I'm sure. pretty sure he played one. Nice. <laughs> we'll later learn his name is Eddie. They jump off the roof and oh, they're gone. They disappeared. Then the two cops have this stupid conversation about Luna, which is one of the. Che- and then they start talking about this woman, and Frank will learn says one of the cheesiest lines I've ever heard. You meet a woman like her, she'll show you colors you didn't know existed, like blue. My whole life I thought blue was a lie, and then I met Caitlin. That's that's the caliber of writing on this show. Just so you're aware. <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, next we jump into the coroner's office, where we meet the most self-righteous coroner I've ever seen on anything. (laughs) He's like, I speak for the dead. If you want their story, you better be straight with me. Because he basically thinks that these cops set this guy on fire. My God. And they're like, no, it's spontaneous combustion. And then the coroner gets really excited, which is really creepy. He's like, what? I've dreamed of this my whole life. So this cop must, coroner. I mean, this coroner must be like a pyromaniac. Coroner. Yeah. So uh, the other partner, I don't know his name because if it was said, it was just too quick. But Frank's, Is it the black guy? Yeah, I didn't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, no, he, his name, he he is given the short end of the staff, uh, short end of the stick when it comes to this show because they give him nothing to do. Right. So he basically... Uh, Tells Frank, Frank, we need to end this case. By the way, I do want to throw this out. Frank is played by C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Was popular in the 80s. He did the film The Outsiders. And then he did a little film which is infamous now because it was boycotted by the NAACP. It was called Soul Man, in which a man takes tanning pills to turn himself black for a scholarship. James Earl Jones is also in this movie. Oh, that it is, is it is bad. Comedy Central re-aired it. Like that's how I saw it when I was a kid. I'm like whoa, that is an unfortunate premise. Yeah, Yikes. he learned the lesson in the process, guys. Oh, is the lesson not to fucking do blackface? Well, because he's studying African American history. Anyway, so I think this might have been like C. Thomas Howell hoping he was going to get back in the good graces of Hollywood again. Mm-mm. But anyway, so. Next, we meet the Wolf Clan leader, Luna, or Julian Luna. It jumps around Sorry, a wh- lot. What's the clan's name? Luna. Uh, I just called them the Wolf Clan. I don't. I don't. Know oh no, no, no. What was a, their name? The Ventura Clan. They were the Venture True Clans. 
Yeah, our I call them the Ventura clan because it's easier to say than the Venturters or whatever. <laughs> the Ventura true. I just said it so, so pretentious. Yeah, let's just call them the Ventura clan. So we meet Luna, Julian Luna. He's the person that Frank wants to get. Yeah. And they find, and they basically discuss, like, how do these cops know something about us? Blah, blah, blah. There must be a traitor. And then we find out that... Uh, what the fuck does I even say? <laughs> Did you handwrite your notes? <laughs> I do, because I... Ah, I type them up in an email and send it to myself. Oh, that's smart. I handwrite. Yep. So I can go back and read my insane writing. And then we jump to Frank at dinner with his girl that has made him see colors he never knew existed and find out that she is a vampire of that Ventura clan. Yep. But, she, but she's fallen in love. She <gasps> feels like a woman again. <laughs> like that song. There's a really, like, weird <laughs> that's, that's flirting. Shia, Shania, you know that Shania, Shania song? Shania. Damn, I feel, feel like, like a vampire. <laughs> exactly. There's some really weird, like, like dating, like, flirt between them. She's like, do you have a gun? And he says, Ew. it's in my pants. Ew. Yeah. That is not the type of gun I am referring to, sir. So we haven't even been told she's a vampire yet, but you could just tell. She then goes into the bathroom, and there's a woman in there doing cocaine. It's the early 90s. She offered mid 90s. Of course. You know, it's just expected. She offers. 10 years too late to be doing cocaine. Yeah, it would have felt more apt in the 80s, right? The woman offers her cocaine. She's like, no. And then she's. Then there's like this weird, like flirting that happens between the two women now in the bathroom yeah it's the 90s she's like oh i love your earrings girls don't wear earrings like that unless they want attention and the woman's like do you want to see them up what close? a nag yeah what a fucking nag from another woman and then she's like do you want to see them up close do you want to look at my ears yeah so like I she moves you to bury your face in my earring well, she moves up close and then it cuts and then we see the uh we see her coming out of the bathroom and they cut to like a tiny blood spot on her dress, as if we, if we needed to be told that she feasted on her. Am I a little? Va- am I a little vampire? <laughs> Who's a little vampire? Yeah, exactly. Like a little like, scampire. She's now satiated. <laughs> oh, Paul Lind is here. I know Paul. <laughs> Where's Paul Freeze? <laughs> Yeah. I've heard of a little biting, but this is ridiculous. Who invited <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley? <laughs> <laughs> my Paul Lind impression is basically my Charles Nelson Riley impression. They're kind of interchangeable, right? <laughs> you Not just... when we're together, if you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> you just gotta have glasses <laughs> for one. Exit stage left, even. Snagglepuss, what are you doing yeah, here? invited Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, Paul Lind, and Charles Nelson Riley should have a show together called, like, We're Here, We're Queer, Fuck You, We're Awesome. <laughs> the fucking three coolest dudes in Hollywood Paul Lind, Charles Nelson Riley, <laughs> and Snagglepuss. <laughs> They're all just fight over the mirror constantly. <laughs> Because that's so true. Because they were all three of them are so obsessed with how they appear. We're so I, vain. Can we throw in um, uh, Vanity Smurf too? <laughs> I can't remember his real name. Nope, Vanity Smurf is what they what he's called. That was totally right. And and together they're called the yes because that's, that's all their vocal impediments. <laughs> That's the only sounds that come out. It's so weird that all four of those people have like weird like meh. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
My God. Paul Lind was just such a fantastic presence of that show and didn't give a shit what people thought. If you don't, if you don't know who we're talking about, like if you don't know the people we're talking about, you've, you've got some fun YouTube holes to go down because they were oh, funny. Yeah, and they, they did were great funny voice people. acting. I, I always forget if it's Paul Fries or Paul Lind who played um, the rat from Charlotte's Web, but one of them did. <laughs> It's, that's it's so strange. They're all very unique. They are all also interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, we don't we don't have that type of celebrity anymore. No, we don't. That's sad. Anyways, back Kindred to the yeah. So uh, where was I? Oh uh, yeah, she's fed. They both order rare steak. Womp womp. <laughs> and we basically see that Frank is a dope. <laughs> he doesn't get it at all. He doesn't realize. Then they're like weird dancing and they go back to her house or yeah, it's her house and they're in this weird garden. She keeps referring to it as their sanctuary. <laughs> red flag, red flag. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, a flag that's a color you couldn't even imagine. Right. Colors you didn't know exist. So Colors. she's like a butterfly. She's got all these rods and cones in her eyes. So special. Frank leaves because he gets a text from his partner that Luna is on the move. Uh, we then meet uh, Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray was a person who was de- killed in the beginning. And his sires, we find out he was a vampire. And he's, they, whenever someone... And he sires his brother, Jimmy Ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they both played with Stephen Tobolowsky in the 60s. Wait, what? Yeah, Stephen Ray Vaughn played in a band briefly with Stephen Tobolowsky in the 60s. They're from what this... instrument did Stephen Tobolowsky play? He played guitar. I think he still plays actually but he was not fuck yeah steven tobolowski you should listen to steven I love that guy you need to listen to steven to- the tobolowski files especially like the first 50 episodes yes i do he's an Holy amazing shit. storyteller and he's I'm had uh, yeah uh we find out that um when a, a vampire turns they, they they it's called their sires so so i, I guess stevie ray was the head of the gangrel clan he has been okay. murdered his his sires or say it or basically confront Julian or Luna and ask like, you let him die and he Stevie Ray was Julian's uh, bodyguard. Sorry, this is very confusing because there's so much shit that happens. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Yeah, Just car. Great. Yeah, car pulls up. It fires at him with a very fake looking gun. Like it looks like something <laughs> out of like, it looks like like a gun out of Judge Dredd. With like that big of a hey chamber now. on it, like weird. Hey now, <laughs> are you defending? I was Sylvester raised. Stallone? I was raised on 2000 AD, where I come from. We do not talk about the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie because they showed his face. Fuck that. <laughs> well, the whole point of Judge Dredd. Judge Judge Dredd is my dad's favorite comic book character. So oh. I was like, I know, I know all about Judge. Did Dredd. he like the new Judge one? Dredd is, yeah, we loved the new one. We watched it together. It was a lot of fun. Um, the Raid is a better version of that movie, but it, Carl Urban is, is very good in it. Judge Dredd, he never shows his face, and he's all about justice in Metro City 1, because he's fucking Judge Dredd, and he fought Batman once, and it's the fucking best. All Continue. Right. <laughs> Things I did not know. I never thought the movie, the, the stolen was good. It looked terrible. I saw parts of it. All right. So, yeah, the solo movie is garbage. Rob Schneider's in it. Luna goes back to his uh, mansion, and he goes back with um, uh, the head of the woman. I don't know what clan. I forgot the Torridors. They, they're not an important clan. Okay. Well, they go. Well, she just wants to fuck him. She wants to fuck with, and he decides he's first got to go to another house on his property that looks like a macabre art studio inside. There are all these really crappy paintings that looks like demons and devils. 
And then yeah, we that meet, sounds about right. Then we meet, uh, I don't know if they ever said his name, but he, I just call him a weird bald guy, and he's wearing a fucking... Oh, it's yeah, the head I, of the I, Nosferatu I, clan. <laughs> but he lives, like, literally on Julian's fucking property. Or I guess they all... I don't know. Maybe all live there. Yeah, they're... Um, uh, so they kind of explain this a little bit in my episode, but, oh, okay. but basically the Ventura clan is, like, the head clan, and there's some sub-clans right. that, that have, like, pledged allegiance. Yeah, when well, they do that at the end of this one, because they're all supposed to be united. So anyway... You go to that studio, but he looks like he looks like he basically looks like Nosferatu, a weird bald guy. But he's wearing a smoking jacket, so it just looks really ridiculous. Yeah, he he looks more like. Um, did you ever watch Red Dwarf? Yeah, he looks like uh, the, uh, the computery guy. Uh, right? Yeah, his I'm blanking on his name too, but yeah, yeah, well, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, so. Oh, if you guys haven't watched Red Dwarf, go watch Red oh, Dwarf. Amazing. That show is fucking amazing. Yeah. So good. Don't ever try to watch the American version, though. Do not. It'll just make you sad. So we find out that he wants, uh, Julian wants a meeting with the Bruja boss. Yes, the Bruja. Ah, uh, the Brujas. Yes, yes, you know about the Brujas. Awesome. The Brujas are the big clan in, in my episode. They're yeah. the big bad clan. Well, the person who I said looks like a villain <laughs> from Walker, Texas Ranger, Eddie, is the head of the Bruja clan. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, then, so basically he tells him he wants a meeting with the Bruja boss, and he tells him we need the body of Stevie Ray because the coroner's going to figure... It, I, I, I just know. wanted to be I know. Stevie Ray Vaughan, It was so weird. I'm trying to think of all these Stevie Ray Vaughan songs, and I don't know any of them because Stevie Ray Sky Vaughan is, crying. is trash. <laughs> He's a great guitar player, but I don't really love his yeah, music. Yeah, but the blues... Ugh. Yeah, I, hey, white people, hey, white people, lay off the blues. I can mostly agree with that, for sure. Weird weird guy says, I'll go get the body for you. To his room where a uh, Tordor lady is waiting for him. They have a conversation. Oh. Sure. That the masquerade, which we find out, they literally refer to it as the masquerade. It's the only protection from humans. Yeah. And they think that Alexandra has betrayed it. Yep. When you betray it, you die. And those, you do indeed. those two are starting to like basically have sex. And then the weird guy who is, I think was the previous leader, the old guy. Uh, Archon? I think so. He just stands yeah. there and watches them for a minute. And then they notice sure, he's... that sounds like classic Archon. Yep. And then they notice he's there and they tell him, he Fuck tells off. him. He, no, he says, uh, your grandchild has died. To who? Julian's grandchild. Julian's, Julian had a grand... oh, Julian's oh. grandchild was a human. Because we find out... Oh, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, we find yeah. out his whole story that he was a he had a wife and a child before he was embraced, because that's what they call it. Yeah, also, they don't refer to themselves as vampires. They refer to themselves as kindred, and I want to die. <laughs> yeah, so before he was embraced, he had a wife and a child. And This is not my beautiful wife. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my beautiful child. And the last of their family has now died, so he's got to go visit the grave. This was weird. Julian then goes to the cemetery, visits his wife's grave, he lays on it, then he's enveloped by it. They never made any, never explained that at all. Uh, we go back to Frank. Frank is shaving, he starts to feel weird. He tells, <laughs> he tells Alex, you burned down the walls in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that basically... He is starting to change because he's had sex with one of the kindred. Ooh. So, like, that, like, starts that. At one point, she even cuts herself to reveal herself to him, and she drink, and he drinks some of her blood, so now he's got 
he's he's becoming slowly. At least he's starting to transform. We go to the gym, and there's Eddie. Eddie is the person who killed Stevie Ray. He's also the head of the, uh, fuck, whatever that stupid clan is. Ventura? No, the the one that they don't like. Oh, uh, the no, Bruja. Um, the Bruja. Bruja. <laughs> yeah, the ones who sound like a coffee bar. <laughs> the Bruja. And we find out the woman's trying to get, uh, the woman Tordor clan is trying to help. Yeah. So, yeah. let's kind of speed through some of this. Do, have you met Caitlin yet? Is that the reporter? Yeah. No, nope, you don't meet her at all in this episode. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Nope. She's a huge part of my episode. No, nope, you don't meet her at all. I know that she That's appears. That's so weird. So she wants help to get rid of Alex because Alex is Julianne's former lover. And she tells, you know, basically she gets Eddie's help. Then we go to, there's a meeting of all the clans. We have the Gangrels. We have the Venturas. We have... Tordors, uh, Nosferatu, and uh, Brujas. Uh, then uh, uh, Nosferatu shows up with Stevie Ray's body, so now they have that in safekeeping. Banana down out. That starts throwing it. So. Blues music is so bad. Yeah. Unless it's Mississippi Delta Blues, and it's actually well, yeah, 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 and if basically yeah, Robert if it's John, people if it's like it, yeah, yeah, if it's early nineteen hundreds, thirties, forties, maybe, yeah. Um, oh, I like the old Robert Johnson tracks. Yeah, it's, he's such a talented guitar player. Oh, he's amazing with those crazy weird fingers. Yeah, um, shows up with the body, and then they basically all vote that they said we have to kill Alex to bring peace to the clans. Um, yeah. So, have you met Cash? Like, is Cash in the episode? Who is Cash? No, he cash is the only actor that looks like a night a young '90s actor. He's got like kind of bleachy with the goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash is one of C.V. Ray's sires. He is now head of the Gangrel Clan. Oh, interesting. And this, anyway, because he's at that meeting too. They all pledge loyalty by kissing his hand, and and they announce a blood hunt on Alex. We then see a really shitty breakup scene between Alex and Frank. Uh, they don't actually break up. They have sex, and then in the morning, Frank, after he's tasted her blood, this is after Frank tastes her blood, he gets right. very sick and weird, and he goes to the bathroom, looks at himself, and then he sees behind him, Alex turns into a wolf and runs away. Okay. She goes to Julian and basically pleads with him, I give you my life for Frank's, don't kill Frank gives him back a locket that he once gave her and we find out julian is the one who took her by force and embraced her gross yeah when she was young and and he even says i know like i took your innocence blah 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 so he he agrees he said he won't he will not kill frank and he offers to protect her and she says no they'll destroy you and i won't destroy you just protect don't let them kill frank the cops, that the shotgun shells they use, that this weird gun were filled with phosphorus. They never really explained that, why they were shooting phosphorus guns. Uh, oh, vampires hate phosphorus. Exactly. Apparently, phosphorus is awful. I don't know. There's, Anyways. Yeah. Uh, End of pilot? Almost. But the last. Oh the la- yeah, it's fucking long and so That's much. That's long as shit. Uh huh. Out, we cut, we see Alex is running away. She flags a taxi to get away from the vampires chasing her. And then she looks up and sees this Nosferatu guy driving. He drives, uh, he looks up, he takes his claw, slashes her throat, drives her to a uh, bridge, carries her, like, barely alive body outside of it, 
laser on the ground, says the, the, it's almost daylight, right? So, and tells her the water is your sanctuary. She then begins, I'm sorry, he tells her, you know, it's, it's your sanctuary. So she starts crawling to the bridge. Meanwhile, we see that someone is called Frank, and we don't know who it is, but it's a mysterious man. And so Frank starts driving, trying to find her. As he drives up to the bridge, we see that Alex is about to, she's on the ledge. She bursts into flames, and uh, Frank watches her fall off and die. Then we go back to the garden, and there's Julian and Alex. All the flowers are now dead. Yeah. And there's a whole thing, and Julian tries to, uh, Frank shoots Julian twice. It doesn't kill him. They have a discussion about Alex, and he's like, Julian leaves the locket Alex gave him. Frank finds it, and he looks into it, and there's Alex dancing. It's silly and dumb. And then the final... She's dancing in the locket? Yeah, it shows like a moving image of her dancing, and then it cuts back to just the rose image of the locket. And then the final scene, because now Frank and Julian have left, we see some mysterious person has called Frank, calls himself Link. (laughs) He's the one who called Frank and told him everything. He's also the one who's working with Eddie to like basically tear down the whole thing and destroy Julian and the clan. But he's the one. Go up a check. Yeah, he's the one this vampire. <laughs> but the final scene, we now go underwater, and we what? S- we see Alex's body, <gasps> and her eyes open, and then we cut back to regarding as flowers start to bloom, and that's the end of the pilot. It was terrible. That's so bad. All right, Ugh. we're gonna take a quick break to hear about another show from the Major Cast Network, and when we come back, I'm gonna tell you guys about the series finale of this show, The Cabin in the Woods. I'm Tom Lockney. And I'm Liam Sr. I really like video games and internet culture. And I like movies and TV. And every week we research a true story from our preferred mediums and tell it to the other person. It's super fun and it's great. And even when it gets a little intense, we find the laughs in it, damn it. Lots of learning, lots of laughter, sometimes bummers, but lots of friendship. Media Majors, every Monday on the Major Cast Network. All right, let's do this. So, Josh, none of that shit you talked about mattered at all. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Here's where we are, right? So when it starts, Julian is basically, um, like, the second in command of the Ventura clan with Archon, uh, who's in charge. Dallas is basically, like, Wait, his so husband. Julian's no longer the prince and the lead? Because they refer to him as prince. No, he's, he's the... He's the prince. He's, like, still in charge of the command of, of, of the Ventures, but, like, Archon is basically getting him ready to take over. That's the um, creepy old dude, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Julian is now romantically involved with the journalist, Caitlin, who does not know he's a vampire. Very important. He, um, oh, we didn't say it. Julian is also Australian. <laughs> for some. He's British in real life. Uh, well, he sounds Australian on the show. He's supposed to be American. Are you kidding me? I am not. I am a, being a hundred percent honest with you. Did you think his voice sounded like his accent? Uh, yeah, he, he had a pretty good American accent when I saw it. Oh well, so maybe it's it, the first season. I think he got better. Okay, yeah. hey, I'm sorry. Anyway, back to yeah. So, Julian is also the de facto main character, even though C. Thomas Howell is the first build. C. Thomas Howell is in two scenes in this. Oh wow! All in a police station. Well. Quick side note, one reviewer said, uh, I wish they would have killed that stereotypical cop character because he's terrible, but Julian yeah. was such a fascinating character. <laughs> no, he wasn't. That was a, that, not my review. So basically, Cash, Lily, um, 
Sasha and the Dallas are now basically all part of Clan Ventura. They, they, I don't know if they like renounced their other clans, but they all basically work for Julian now. Um, I don't think who is it, Lily and Sasha. <laughs> Sasha is um, the human relative of Julian. Who's oh, I did. She gets turned into a vampire by the Bruja clan. And then Lily is a vampire from the clan of Torador. Oh, she was the, she was the lead of the Torador clan, I bet. Who yeah, was always trying to have she, sex she, with okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought Eddie was gonna be the one who was like trying to do it all, like the big villain. Um, no, it's a new guy named Cameron who's basically taking over for the Bruja clan. Oh. Um so I'm gonna kind of spoil the episode a bit because if I do, it's gonna make a lot more sense for all of us. Guys, but if you if you're listening to this because you want to watch these shows, you're listening to the wrong you're podcast. You're doing it wrong. Uh, yeah. Wrong <laughs> approach to this podcast. So like ten years before the show, uh, Julian is sent. It was basically uh, Archon's angel of death, and Archon sent him on what was supposed to be just a mission to like kill off some bad vampires, but it was merely just to kill some bruja people for no real reason so because of that eddie and cameron are now trying to get revenge on archon so julian caitlin are going on a trip to like a little bed and breakfast for the weekend and julian is going without his bodyguards and this is a big deal to everybody because he's basically open target and he's going back to where he's from like he's going to his hometown which is also where Clan Bruja, like, is located. Oh, shit. Archon uh, is like, it's going to be fine. No one needs to worry about this. I've got it all under control. I, I guess something I, I, I think I failed to say that kind of explains a little bit. So people sure. think these guys are like the mob. Yeah. Like, so that's why they're all, like, having these separate visits with all these clans. But they're but they're vampires. But the cops like think they're organized crime, and they're just doing all this to protect who they are. Anyway, thank it's you. really fucking stupid and really fucking confusing. <laughs> so basically, it turns out that um, Archon is actually setting um, Julian up to get attacked by the Bruja clan. Oh, I th- I think it's kind of unclear. Julian and Caitlin are in their hotel. And that's when I realized that C. Thomas Howell wasn't the lead in the show. And I was like, okay, it's about these two people. Um, They're like on a date. And she's like, tell me something about yourself that I don't know. And they just, uh, he just kisses her and they just start boning. Um, Or as I wrote down, they're starting the old no pants slow dance. And I'm as flaccid as a guppy. (laughs) Horizontal bop, baby. Uh, but uh-oh, a, gu- a guy from the graveyard is peeping on him. Uh, oh no. So back at the Haven, Archon is telling everybody that like all the Bruja vampires are dead from this fire in the winery that, from 10 years ago, even though he knows that that's not true. Uh, I realized that Cash, the reason I know him is because he's in a Buffy episode called The Zeppo where he plays a zombie and he's very funny in it. So that was fun. He did look familiar, but I didn't look up anything he'd done. Yeah. Um, so Julian and Karen are on like a fun graveyard date and he shows him his great grandfather's tombstone who he's named after. Mm. It's, it's actually his tombstone. You saw that in the first episode. They showed that in the pilot. Yeah. So, um, then Caitlin's like, you never open up to me. I'm going for a walk by myself at night in this graveyard. And Julian's (laughs) like, fine. I don't care. And then, uh uh-oh, a bunch of Bruja vampires attack. Uh, And 
here's so here's another thing that when you wa- just watch the series finale, they don't explain. These guys are vampires, yeah? They're vampires. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do they turn into wolves? Oh, so I think... Here's my theory. The people who wrote this show are fucking morons. <laughs> I think that's... That's what my theory is. I, I think that's part of the people who came up with the game. <laughs> well, that's well, that's fucking stupid. Well, Werewolves I, turn into wolves, vampires turn into bats. Well, it's not fucking hard. The to wolf is like... the. I mean, in the first... The reason I originally called them the wolf clan, because the first time we meet Julian, we see his mansion door, and he walks up to... It's a wolf, like glass and he walks up to it josh bruja vampires turn into wolves too nothing is sacred what the fuck nothing is sacred maybe venture true was the original like clan and they all spawned who gives that. a shit these vampires start having a god actual god forsaken knife fight even though they're vampires wolves, <laughs> they're using knives like here okay here's please the tell me they vampires. dance around like it's um yes west side story like, <laughs> Or beat yeah, it. No, it's like, it's in beat. It's literally like beat it. It's so fucking dumb. Tie the hands together. Knives won't kill vampires. No, they shot this vampire multiple times and he did not All die. these vampires do are use knives and guns. It's so dumb. Maybe they're phosphorus guns. So Julian gets really hurt during the fight, but he manages to fight most of them off. And Caitlin now learns he's a vampire. And she's like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, let me die. And she goes... Uh, someone during the fight they mentioned about drinking someone's blood so that they can survive you can drink my blood so then she cuts her fucking wrist open and lets julian drink her blood so then back at the police uh, back at the police thing cameron from the brujas goes to frank and goes vampires are real i'm a vampire let me do my thing or i'll kill you and then leaves and he goes julian is dead your alliance with him is over because he thinks Julian is dead. So Julian awakes in the bed and breakfast and he's got a heal and he just tells her everything about vampires. And then he's like, when you, when we first met, you said anyone who could be a vampire is is a monster. So you think I'm a monster now? And she's like, no dude, I love you. I don't care that you're a vampire. And he's like, no, no, I have to do what I have to do. So then he erases her memory. Oh, I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, they could just do that. Also, there's one great shot where Cara, uh, Caitlin is like having Julian drink her blood more, and you can totally see the boom in the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. And then so Julian, sorry, I, let me back up a bit. So Julian is dying. Caitlin is trying to give him blood because he's like passed out. Mm-hmm. He wakes up. And he's like, ah, shit. And he really goes at her blood, and he's drinking it, and he tells her all this vampire stuff. Okay. So then, back at the Ventura camp, like, they're all confused. They don't really know what's happening. And then Brujas show up, saying Julian is dead. And they all start fighting. Um, They're, like, taking over the compound and just killing everybody. And, like, basically saying, like, we're here now. Don't move or we'll kill you. So back at the cabin, Julian is like, I have to go back, I have to go back. And Caitlin's like, you are dying, and I know you're a vampire now. And he's and she's like, but listen, I don't care that you're a vampire, I love you. And he's like, all right, I'm going to put you to sleep and erase your memory, and then gaslight you for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Shit. It, the next scene is him driving home, and she wakes up in the car, and he, and she's like, what happened? I don't remember anything. He goes, oh, 
you got really sick Friday night and I just had you stay in bed all day Saturday and now we're going back home. And she's like, I don't remember any of that. He goes, yeah, it was the fever. It was crazy. She goes, all right. He's just gaslighting the fuck out of her. So then um, Archon and Cameron are having a gunfight, even though they're vampires. Why not? And Cameron's basically like, all right, I'm going to take over your clan now. The Brujas are in charge. And Archon's like, good. This is what I wanted to happen. This is why I sent Julian to kill all you people 10 years ago so that you could kill Julian as like, I kill me and Julian for revenge and it be just. So then he shoots Archon. Julian runs out and holds his mentor's dead dying body in the fountain. And Archon is just like, this is my fault and your fault, basically. And then it's Archon's funeral. It's raining a ton. And then we see the black cop at the funeral. He looks behind him and Frank is like, hiding behind a tree watching the funeral (laughs) so cameron and julian make an uneasy alliance because cameron's like listen i was just getting revenge on what archon did to my family 10 years ago and he's like fine uneasy alliance so then later julian's just like in his room and archon's like julian it's me from the spirit realm we're bonded by spirits i'll always be here for you you'll be the leader and then Caitlin comes back, and she has, like, tons of questions, and he's just like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Still gaslighting you. Wow. End of, end of series. What? That's how it ends. So it, it just ends. Yeah, it just Well, ends. it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, they canceled it, but, like... Also, the third episode never aired, so people who are watching this TV show must have been so fucking confused. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it, it ran for eight episodes. <laughs> Yeah. That is not good. Uh, this was awful. It was boring. It wasn't exciting. The aesthetic was weird. I didn't like how it was like, it, it almost seemed like it didn't want to be a vampire show. Like it wanted to be Dynasty or some shit. Yeah, it was like Melrose Place and Vampires is what one person said. It, but except it didn't want to be a vampire show. It like refused to do vampire things. It wasn't scary. It wasn't spooky. It's stupid. <laughs> This was dusty as shit. It should have no. stayed buried for rusty. sure. I was trying it was to rusty and irony because of all the blood. Yeah, I was trying to look up now and see like what it aired against. I can't find it. I can't find that information. I already checked. Yeah, I think Fox just scrubbed it from history. Fox is like, no. So let's jump on to our next segment. Don't watch that. Watch this instead because this was garbage. It was. And I really didn't like it. Not one of the worst <laughs> things we watched, but just super dumb. Because it, it I mean, it took a lot of my time away from some. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a long show. It wasn't a quick, easy watch. It was just nah. Soul and it didn't even it like was sucking. making its own shit up as it went along. It was it was bad. But Josh, have you been watching anything else? Maybe something even a little spooky. So I'm gonna uh yeah yeah in the spirit of spooktacular <laughs> the spirit of the spooky vampire i am going to recommend tales from the dark side it's an anthology t- uh, series from the 80s cool it was a fun show you'll it's it was similar to like you know the whole twilight zone aesthetic but sometimes um they end it very unhappily <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of fun nice. guest stars because it came out in the 80s they even did a, a movie in like the late 80s which was well done as well but yeah, Tales from the Dark Side, fun anthology series, perfect for this time of year. 
first episode actually takes place on Halloween, I believe. Um, awesome. So I'm going to recommend one of my all-time favorite television shows, even though I think the guy who created it is a dirtbag. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's great. It's a lot better than this shit. Uh, Josh, do you want to plug? Uh, the 29th, uh, October 25th, Wednesday. Not, uh, yeah, you can edit this. <laughs> so over. Wednesday, October 25th at QED Astoria, I will be participating in the No Feelings Presents the Haunting. It's should be a fun, crazy, weird variety show, and I'll be there. When I when I used to live in New York, I, I've been to a couple No Feeling shows. They're a fun time. Uh, Wyatt Cenac once did a No Feeling show. Yeah, Kix um, Brooks, not Kix Brooks. What's his name? Brooks Brooks Wheeling. Yeah, not the country singer, the comedian. <laughs> he did he did the, he did a show right after he was fired from SNL. It was very funny. They've had sword swallowers, um, mentalists. They've had yeah. It's 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 a good time if you're in NYC. If you're in NYC, go see No Feelings and then go to Joe's on um, Carmine. Joe's Pizza. It's not DeFara's, but it's pretty fucking great. Oh, it's true. Uh, DeFara's. Oh, that was one of the best days of my life, Josh. Um, so, uh, yeah, hey, listen to the other shows on the network. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. Support the network. Support our show. Support your local indie podcast. <laughs> yeah. And remember, this is uh, I'm Liam Senior. I'm Josh Phillips. You can change the channel. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's Musty TV. It's Musty TV. Ooh. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.